Hello, and welcome to ADHD Essentials, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brendan Mahan. I'm a former teacher and mental health clinician turned ADHD coach, trainer, and consultant. I can be reached at brendan at adhdessentials.com. Here at ADHD Essentials, we help families develop the skills and knowledge needed to better manage attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Visit ADHDessentials.com for more details. What's up, team? It's day three of the International Conference on ADHD. Uh, As you guys know, I'm just grabbing people at random and bringing them in to talk about their, their experience with the conference. So we have four people today. We've got Jessica McCabe. We've got Alan Brown. We've got Moira Mabin and Roxy Martin. And I will have each of them introduce themselves more effectively than I did. Fingers crossed that I do it right because I screwed it up every other day so far. Um, and we'll have introductions like you guys know because you've been listening. And what are their takeaways? And we'll start with Jessica McCabe. So Jessica, go ahead. And don't forget to tell everybody who you are and what you do. All right. Hi, I'm Jessica McCabe. I'm the creator and host of the YouTube channel, How to ADHD, which Brendan Mahan has been on. We did a couple of episodes about the wall of awful. We did one about uh, how, to, how to deal with COVID when you've, when you've got kids and don't know what to do with them, um, which apparently is still relevant. Uh, <laughs> The conference has been so good. It's always so good. I go every year. It's one of the very few things that I'm like, I don't care what it costs or where it is or when it is. It was on my birthday this year. And I went anyway, because I'm just, it's the best birthday present ever for me. It's like, okay, a whole conference dedicated to something that I need to learn about. Um, The best thing that I learned, I think yesterday, um, there was a a lot that I didn't know, but there's a lot that I already knew because I've been doing this for six years. But one of the things that I didn't know was there's this site that I've been recommending for a while for workplace accommodations. If you don't know what kinds of accommodations you need in the workplace, if you need some ideas, askjan.org. You can search by ADHD, you can search by limitation. Um, But what I didn't know is that they have a live chat feature on their website. And if it's on the right side, so I missed it every time I looked, it's, but it's a red button, it's a live chat. And if you click on it, you can live chat with them. And that's between 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday. And you can ask them anything you want. You can ask them things about uh, if you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to start your own business, you can ask them about um, sensory issues, about difficulty concentrating. You can ask them to, to support you. Um, If you're getting a job and you want to disclose and you're not sure how to do it, you can also call them. You can reach out to them and it is free no matter how many times you do it. You can call them a hundred times and it will be free because this is funded by the U.S. It's funded. Um, It's funded by the U.S. government. So, you know, take advantage of that. And by the way, they can also answer questions from anyone in the world. So they might not know the legalities of your particular country. They probably won't but they can still give you ideas for accommodations. So if you're in the UK and you're wondering what kinds of accommodations or uh, in the UK, they call them uh, adjustments, I guess. If you want to know what kinds of adjustments your workplace can make for you, ask, ask Jan. That's awesome. And happy birthday, by the way, since I missed it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yay. Uh, and moving merrily along, we'll go over to Alan Brown. And don't forget to introduce yourself and tell people where to find you. Hi. I'm Alan P. Brown. I'm the creator of ADD Crusher, the award-winning virtual coach for ADHD teens and uh, adults, and also Crusher TV. Um, 
which is a library of mini master classes that you can access. And uh, it's just great, first of all, to be here with all of you um, to see your faces and to meet a couple of new folks, which is partly what this great conference is about is, you know, seeing names that you've sort of, you know, hey, I, where do I know that person from? One of the things that I have, I do on, on a conference like this is when I see a name that I sort of know, and I go, I should be connecting it. I go on LinkedIn right away and I just, I just click, we should be connected. And it's a neat way to sort of supplement the, um, the, the networking in this. Um, I am impressed by the platform uh, that they used. Uh, I, I don't know if other folks have experienced any bugs or anything, but but I really have. And, and it, I feel like I am such a non-tech guy. And whenever there's a new platform or a new tech anything, I am scared because I am afraid I won't be able to navigate it. This seemed to be pretty easy to navigate. So I did like that. And it helped me get uh, a lot out of the conference, although I wasn't able to attend much. Um, I, I want to say that there was one thing that really stuck with me, and that was a little sort of innovative, innovative program presentation about the agile process um, that is used in technology startups, et cetera. And it's, a, it's a, an iterative process of uh, running a project, especially with a team. And the way it was explained is that it is sort of the, the antidote to the linear sequential planning and doing of a project, which is what our ADHD brains have so much trouble with. Um, and by talking about the agile, which is more of a circular uh, affair where you keep coming back and revisiting, okay, where are we? And then going through the paces and okay, where are we again? So I, I encourage it, it was recorded. Um, it was, um, I think on uh, Thursday, uh, it was uh, given by a Frankie Manchester. Really neat way of thinking, uh, especially for uh, coaches who may be working with ADHD adults uh, who are uh, confronted with big, hairy, ugly projects that are difficult to manage. Um, I also, I got a little kick out of the talent show. I was able to attend some of that. And then um, I, just, I just actually ended uh, my presentation with my colleague, Dr. Regina Lark. It was called Clear Your Space, Clear Your Brain. Uh, and we talked about the impact of clutter on our productivity, our uh, happiness, not just on our home, et cetera. And I just loved the energy that was in the chat. And I know that this is the case with our whole tribe, right? But I mean, everybody is in there. They're sticking their neck out. They're, they're being vulnerable. They're asking questions and they're fully engaged and really intentional and full of good attention uh, in addition to intention. So I, I wanted to call that out as sort of my highlight of the conference. Awesome. And that, that circles to one of the things I wanna talk about. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna interrupt and go to Moira in a second. One of the workshops that I really enjoyed today was uh, Tamara Rozier's on divergent and convergent thinking. And it, it's the same idea as the agile versus linear stuff, right? Where Divergent thinking, we ADHD people tend to be strong in it. That's when you have like an idea and then you're sort of spinning that idea into lots of different directions, right? Like, what do you want for dinner? Well, we could get Mexican or we could get Italian or we could get, I don't know, hamburgers or whatever. That's a really basic con like example. There's, a, of course, other stuff more complicated than that, but that's the idea. As opposed to 
convergent thinking, which is like making a recipe, right? Like the process of sort of narrowing things down until you get to an end result. And I really appreciated that perspective. And, and she mentioned this in the podcast when she was on it a little while ago. And I was like, that's the thing I have to play with. And then I didn't have time to like most things, but then she did a whole workshop on it today. So I got to, I got to not have to play with it because she did the playing when I watched, um, but it was great. And, and, and one of the things that just keeps landing home for me when she talks about it is that emailing is convergent thinking, which is the thing ADHD people struggle with is convergent thinking. We are better at divergent. And that kind of explains why emailing is not so much with the easy. And since everyone knows that's a thing I've been struggling with lately, I'm getting better at it. Now my problem is time not doing. Um, it's, it's just, a was great to hear that. And, and I, I, now I want to go listen to the agile versus linear stuff and see where those things connect. Um, and with that, I will shut up and pass the mic to Moira. So Moira, please, please make a point of telling everybody who you are and where you're from and all that stuff. The only thing with giving me more time to do that, is I, <clears throat> excuse me, I think of more things that I want to share. So I am Moira Maven. I'm a Canadian. I'm the creator of um, ADHD Friendly Lifestyle, um, a pod podcast and resource um, center growing, um, looking at how to get the shame and stigma out of ADHD, especially for those of us who are late diagnosed. Um, I have a educational psychology background and um, I'm very open about my own experience. And so I try to blend the research and my experience of how to make um, life easier by being ourselves, not trying to fit into a box that um, we would want to redecorate and change anyways. Um, and I'm also a ADHD coach with ADHD Rewired's coaching and accountability group. Um, I'm just about to start my fifth season doing that. And that is a highlight of my life. Um, and so is going to this conference. I try to wheedle my way every year to find out as soon as we know where it is, where what venue it's going to be so I can spend the next year plotting. And Roxy and I have been fine-tuning how to make ADHD traveling more friendly. And so we're going to be sharing um, stuff about that on the podcast, because there's a lot of pieces, even we traveled for this one, it was a virtual conference, but we both left our homes and came to a hotel in California, because uh, it was too hard to do it with life going on all around us. And um, so yeah, so we decided to take a break from the rest of our life. And so we, we, we were actually traveling. Um, and one of the things a couple of people have touched on is the community here. I didn't get to go to camp as a kid, but it feels like going to camp. It feels like you're seeing those people that you haven't seen for a year. And when you know them, I haven't had this experience yet because there hasn't been an in-live conference, uh, in-person conference yet since I launched my podcast. But I know the last in-person one, I went up to you, Brendan, and just started talking to you because Eric asked me to deliver something and um, forgot that we hadn't been introduced yet. So um, it's that's a great thing about it. And that's been happening in the virtual chat as well, which has been um, lovely. And it's just being in a place where the vast majority of people have ADHD, where like everyone's kind of confused at the beginning. And it, and it happens virtually and it happens in person. Like, are we finding the right places? Are we getting there on time? But it's all okay because we're all in that same experience is just 
helps getting rid of that shame and, and stigma. Um, I'm very much into helping people understand what ADHD is like for women and how it's different. But one of the things that I loved about, now you're going to have to help me because I'm not hundred percent sure. Is it Linda Rogley or Linda, Linda Rogley? Rogley. You know? Rogley. 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 Okay. So she's a very entertaining presenter and she did uh, one on hormones today, but this was the first time I've heard a presentation that included uh, non-binary and a fair bit of information about hormones and men as well. So, um, and she included thyroid and she included a lot of great information on that, on how that impacts our ADHD over our lifespan. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. One of the things that I, I appreciated seeing it started last year, I think maybe the year before, I don't remember if it was in person or not, but, but we're starting to kind of split things a little bit, which I think is good where there's these non-session activities that are like aimed at ADHD women and aimed at black people with ADHD and, and those sorts of things, um, which I think is great. But broadly speaking, when that stuff starts happening, you rarely see a group aimed at men. That doesn't <laughs> really happen very often. And I think some of that is because obnoxiously the default like cultural Men's, assumption is yeah. that you're a man and I want to yeah. honor that. I don't want to like neglect that. That's why this happens. But that default assumption also does a disservice to men in the same way that it does a disservice to women. And, yeah. and it's, if the default assumption is white men, then we're also talking about black people and Asian people and all whole nine yards. Um, but in particular, when it comes to ADHD and mental health, men need a, their own spot because there's a lot of resistance to mental health support and a lot of mm -hmm. resistance to even talking about mental health when it comes to men. So the fact that there was a group for men this year was pretty awesome for me to see. I stuck my head in virtually. I stuck my virtual head in for like maybe five or 10 minutes. I kind of stuck my head in and then my internet crashed and I got kicked out and I went back in for another couple minutes. And by then enough stuff was happening that I was like, I don't know what's going on. And I left because it was like eight guys and they were kind of being personal with each other uh -huh. they were sharing some vulnerable stuff and i didn't want to be the random schmuck that rolled in midway through that and disrupted things so i just kind of hung out and listened for a second and then left but it was really good to see that that's happening um so I, as, I, as an add-on and i i totally agree and one of the things that was very important for me in creating my podcast was that i wasn't creating it for women mm -hmm. because i see most of the men that i know who have adhd are late diagnosed and like you said with mental health a lot of the issues that we're dealing with about how we feel about ourselves and how we see ourselves is the exact same. I mean, it, any marginalized population, yeah. right? There's, there's things that we have in common and um, yeah. So um, thanks for, for mentioning that. Yeah. And, and hopefully, as you mentioned with Linda Rogley, bringing it up and there was a workshop on it too, hopefully mm -hmm. non-binary transgender folks, there's a group for them next year. Cause I don't, exactly. yep. I don't, so I didn't see one, but that doesn't mean there wasn't one. It just means I didn't mm -hmm. see it. Mm -hmm. um, but hopefully there's, if there isn't one this year, there's an effort to get that out there next yeah. year too. Oh. And, um, and also uh, David Taylor Klaus and Elaine Taylor Klaus did a presentation yes. on this very topic and as it relates to ADHD and family, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, I it's awesome. And we're, we're, I'm already heading for my ending essential. So I'm put up before I do that. I want to make sure I get to Roxy because my head is spinning. Um, so Roxy, go ahead. You're up. Ma please make sure that you introduce yourself um, so that everyone knows who you are. Will do. 
I am Roxy Martin. I am a coach with ADHD Rewired and uh, soon to be podcasting with Will Curb. And it's, uh, it's called, wait, what was the question? And we spend about 20 minutes just dissecting questions that we get from, um, from various and sundry folks on the topic of ADHD. And I've just started playing around with, um, with blogging because I just need more places to talk about what I think. And so that's uh, called Wild Hair Confessional and it's still a work in progress. And I was listening to you guys talk about how excited you get about conferences and all of the interaction. And I happen to be um, a, in a, a severe introvert. And so conferences for me are, are not quite as, as exciting initially. And I'm realizing something um, this time around, I've gotten a little more curious and I'm realizing, okay, I just need to set myself up to not be overwhelmed. So I've really been thinking through what I need to do to make the experience more manageable for me and how to plan out what I'm going to do and when I'm going to do it and when I'm going to watch the replays. I downloaded the Otter um, transcription app so that I could listen to some of the sessions, but also get the transcription because I'm not a good note taker. And so I'm doing things to make the conference experience even better next year. And I'm really trying to pay attention to what works for me and what doesn't. I do get very overwhelmed by all the options. It's like, I don't go to Cheesecake Factory for a reason. I just like, give me four choices. So I did, um, I did see some things that I thought were um, pretty great. And I've got like a couple sound bites maybe. So one thing I listened, I, I went to, I have it here in my notes. Oh, to um, Anne Vegan or Vegan Speech Pathologist. She's a speech pathologist and she had a session a couple of days ago and she was talking about using, um, using uh, exercises where she has the students draw pictures of like their internal monologue and <clears throat> and how helpful it is to find out what they're thinking. And what struck me in particular is she talked about how looking at the pictures of people's internal monologue was able to tell her how flexible or inflexible their thinking was. And it was directly correlated to how much judgment they were feeling towards themselves. So I was watching these pictures and some of the pictures would be, you're such an idiot and you didn't do this and you didn't know that. And it would be really harsh. And then she would say, I know just by looking at that, that there's this issue of inflexibility. And I, I found that fascinating and something that I wanna look more into. That really struck me. Um, we watched a, or we went to a boundary session. I'm going back a little bit because I think that one was on maybe it was on Thursday or Friday, boundaries are good. Everyone should have them. And the thing, the big takeaway on boundaries was somebody's getting what they want. Somebody's leaving happy and it might as well be you at least part of the time. So work on the negotiation piece, but recognize the significance there. And um, so, yeah, a couple of things. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Now I have to go watch that. The one on the internal monologue. That sounds wicked interesting. Um, and now it's time for the ending essential, which is all, all on me. And, uh, what, I, what I'm hearing is I'm really hearing about how, how the, how the conference is evolving. And I, 
I sort of talked about this last night too, but in a very different capacity. Um, in that we are, we're narrowing our focus and broadening it all at the same time in a lot of ways, right? Because the conference is on ADHD, right? Like it's all it's ADHD. But now we're starting to look at different elements of ADHD and we're starting to look at how does your lived experience and how do your adjectives outside of ADHD affect the way your ADHD presents or the way your ADHD affects you or whatever, whatever that may be? How does it affect your ADHD, right? So if I have ADHD and I'm a, a white heterosexual male, cis male, right, which is what I am, that's going to have one effect on me. If I'm a, a black transgender person, it's going to have a very different impact on my ADHD because the cultural expectations are, are going to be different. If I'm just a, a white cis woman, it's going to have a different impact on me. Um, and so I think it's pretty awesome that we're heading in those directions. And I think that it, that even plays into what Roxy was talking about around boundaries and around comfort and around feeling safe in the space, right? Because not every, not every group is going to feel comfortable and safe outing themselves as a member of that group or admitting that they need you, they have unique needs because they're in a specific group, right? I could see some transgender folks or some LGBT of any whatever letter not wanting to go to an LGBT group because it's going to reveal them, right? And and the numbers in the man group was really, really small. I can tell you there were a lot of men. I am sure. I'm sure there are way more women, but there were way more than seven or eight men at this conference. And it's telling that even as the dominant population, right? Or the the they're not a minority, white men, but they 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 weren't there, right? And so even in that there's some risk there potentially being perceived and people avoiding it on purpose and also just having other stuff to do. I don't want to pretend that's not the case, but I think that that, so it's an, an interesting place to be where we're sort of expanding and we're defining things a little better, which I think is critical and very important. There's a workshop that I, I I'm going to have to listen to it in replays because as soon as I sat down to listen to it, life got in the way and started talking to me. And I was like, okay, life, I know this is recorded. Um, but it was about how ADHD affects the suicide rates of, of black children, right? That is awesome. I mean, not, not that it's causing suicide rates to increase among, among black kids, but, but the fact that we're talking about that is awesome. The fact that we're, we're branching out into these new directions, I think is phenomenal. And that we're factoring in the cultural impact of the culture and the impact of ADHD and then the cultural impact on ADHD and, all the ways that that weaves together. I think it's really phenomenal that we're heading in those directions. Um, and I'm proud of the community as a whole for having done that. Um, and with that, have a good day. And I hope that this was useful for folks. Thanks. Brandon. Great to talk with you, Brandon. Hey, you're still here. Nice. Thanks for staying focused all the way through. If you have any thoughts or questions about today's episode, feel free to email me at brendan at adhdessentials.com. And don't forget to check out the website, adhdessentials.com, and visit our Facebook community. I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. In the meantime, 
Keep focusing on improvement over perfection. 10% better is all you need.